Hey, it's Chef Carla, and welcome to Show Up Fully. This is a podcast where I talk to other creatives and entrepreneurs about how they show up in their real lives. If you don't know me, I'm a food stylist, photographer, and entrepreneur. I'm also the founder of Poppy. You can find more information about me in today's show notes and find me on Instagram at Chef Carla underscore C. Today's guest, I'm so excited. I feel like I'm meeting a celebrity. Her name is Vanessa Bowen, and I believe that I met her through Katie Prince, who was also on this podcast, and I subscribed to Vanessa's newsletter, and she owns a business called Mintworthy, and it's all about money, and I'm going to let her tell you who she is and how she serves the world, and just what a light you are, Vanessa. Oh, thank you, Carla. I am so beyond excited to be here. Like, oh my gosh. (laughs) So I guess a little bit about me. I'll say like the credential side of me, because that's what people are like, oh, that's who you are. So I am a CPA accountant, and I'm also a master neurolinguistic programming practitioner. What that basically means, I'm a money and mindset nerd, plain and simple. And so what I do in terms of how I show up in the world and What I feel like my calling and contribution is, is to help women really get unstuck when it comes to money and their mindset. So really just releasing all of the limiting beliefs, the thoughts about money. They can't be financially abundant. They can't go to business, whatever it is, releasing that, creating new money stories and new money truths, and then showing them how to better manage their money. How do they create that financial plan so that their money mindset and money management align? I love it. I love all of it. And I am obsessed. We'll bring it back to the beginning with your newsletter because you explain this in such a simple way so that anybody could understand it. But also I love that you bring that mindset and an affirmation piece to it too, because you have these monthly printouts where you have the affirmations in terms of money. So it's not just like the practical CPA side. I love that we bring in these, you know, you bring in these different tools that we can access as, as humans and really tap into abundance from all different angles. I love that you use that. Thank you. Like, honestly, it's it's all because of my own journey with money and how, like, I didn't know much about how money worked. When I started my career, I got into a crap ton of debt. <laughs> and like that started the journey. But the mindset piece for me, it was, it was kind of accidental. Because I, you know, was getting out of debt, I was growing my savings, I was building money. But I still had so many insecurities around money still. And I was like, well, I thought if I had a bigger six year bank account, I would feel secure, I would feel better. And I didn't. And so that's why like I went to this journey of understanding like my mindset and my relationship with money. And to your point, I think it's so key to like have both of those elements together so that you truly have that like financial life that you desire. I love it. And on your website, it says that you're a holistic money coach. And I, I want to know why you chose that term. Yeah, I chose it because for me, it means like all encompassing, all like well-rounded, like everything. It's not just, you know, when people think money coach, they think it's the person who's going to tell you to cut spending, like create your debt repayment plan like that, you know, let's get to work. That's not who I am. Like, yes, that's part of what I do for my clients, but 
like I was saying just now, it's, you know, bringing in the mindset piece, like making sure you're financially rounded in how you think, how you speak about money, how you relate to money, not just how you manage it. Oh, so good. I'm going to ask you a fun food question because I am a chef. What was your last meal? So funny enough, it was cauliflower soup. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it was my first time making it and eating it. I'm not sure if I'm a fan yet, but yeah, it was okay. <laughs> Curious, did you roast the cauliflower? No, it, it had me like rice it. And then like stir fry it, girl. I'm not like a chef. I don't. I'm not a huge oh. cook. Yeah, yeah. That's what it had me do. I'm like, curious. I'm gonna send you a recipe if that's okay. Please do. Please do. <laughs> please. <laughs> I'd love to try it. <laughs> Thank you. Well, we're this podcast is all about showing up, and I feel like your entire your entire business, your brand, your newsletter, even your Instagram. I love your stories are all about showing up in terms of abundance and money mindset. But I really would like to know, how do you define showing up? Because we have a lot of people telling us in terms of business, in terms of spirituality, in terms of entrepreneurship, even movement, like all these places are telling us to show up, but no one really defines it. So I would love to know how you define showing up in your life, in your business, maybe for your clients or in your relationships, any way that you choose to answer this question? Yeah, such a great question, because I feel like that's something I struggled with was, you know, really showing up and showing up fully in my business, for sure. And how I feel like I've, I define it now is really being your true authentic self. And not living your life in expectation of what others think in expectation of what people tell you to do. Even when it comes to your financial goals, that was one of the things I struggled with. Like my first financial goals were goals that, you know, people expected me to have buy your first house or do, do that. You know what I mean? And it, it wasn't aligning to me, which is why I was like, freak this. I'm going to go get into debt. Because <laughs> I didn't have goals that aligned to me. So for me, it's showing up. It's like living your true authentic self. It's realizing that you are placed on this earth for a reason, a purpose that's unique to you, that only you can fulfill. And so you don't need to be like anyone else. You don't need to copy anyone else. If, if people don't get you, they don't get you. And it's okay because you're here to serve a particular person, a particular group of people. And I think that's the other part for me that I've been really focused on this year is like leading from a heart of service. And really making sure that I just give just to give. No longer give with like the expectation. Like just give for the sake of giving. Who cares if something comes back in return? Like no reward, just give to give. And I think the more you live from that heart space, you vibrate completely in alignment with God, the universe. Like you're just fully at your highest vibration. And so for me, it's living that type of life. Like that is showing up. I love this. And no one has answered this question like this. Give just to give. And this is interesting because we're in the, you know, the world of social media and the world of, you know, likes and comments and views and like all these metrics. But 
what if we shifted that? And I'm just going to, because I teach content creation, I'm just going to shift and think about this in terms of giving just to give and how that can apply in every single aspect of our life. What a shift. Yes, it's so true. And like, I can't take credit. I started reading Seth Godin's book, The Practice. And that's literally what caused this shift in me. Because to your point, like I was like, okay, what's the Instagram followers like? What's the like count like? Like all of that, all the metrics, the metrics. And reading that book, I haven't even finished it, but it shifted me. And I was like, no, like that's not the purpose. Purpose is to give without attachment. Like you don't know, like we were talking about this earlier, like you don't know who needs your work, who's reading your work. And so if you just continue to give to give, you'll impact lives that you don't even know. And that's what life is about. You don't have to know every life you touch. You just have to do what you're called to do and allow your service to touch lives. Oh, that's so beautiful, Vanessa. That is just because we never know. And we talked about this in the, before we started recording about our newsletters. And sometimes, you know, as entrepreneurs and creatives and shops and businesses, sometimes we send out that newsletter and we have no idea where it's going. And it's incredible to, you know, this is how we connected. Yeah, it's crazy. It's actually crazy. And it's true. It's like, I would have never imagined, like, who would have thought we would have this conversation right now? But it's true. It's just, you know, committing to your practice, your gift, your your area of service, whatever that is. And there's there's no, I think sometimes when we think of service, sometimes people don't give their gifts because they think their gifts are too small. And I think that's the other point of realizing whatever's placed in your heart to give, that is your gift. And the size doesn't matter because that size will impact the person it's meant to impact. So beautiful. So beautiful. Do you have any other ways that you want to share with us? Oh, so right. I forgot. I got off a tangent, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I get me started. Oh, I could listen to you talk all day. You already know this. <laughs> um, the other thing I would say is like going back to the mindset piece is like making your mindset practice non-negotiable. Because in order to show up fully in life, you have to work through those mindset demons. You have to work to the, through those limiting beliefs. And if you're not committing to a mindset practice that you know shifts those beliefs, that has you living at that higher self, then you will not, you'll never show up fully because you allow the limiting beliefs to keep you small. For, they'll allow you to you know, stay in fear. So I think that's the other point. And when it comes to mindset, for me, I always say you have to make it a lifestyle, you know, just like working out, eating right. Like it has to be a lifestyle because your limiting beliefs can pop up out of nowhere and you know, you need to know how to work through them. Yeah. And what would a practice, if someone was beginning this work, what would a practice of working on mindset look like? Yeah. Great question. Um, so here's what I do. <laughs> I'll just share what I do. So I'm very big on my morning routine. And so what that looks like is, you know, get up, get ready. Um, I'll do my devotions and prayer. And then when it comes to the money mindset piece, I'm really big on mantras and affirmations. And I know people say, oh, those things don't work. But you have to know how to write them and how to use them because they're meant to reprogram your subconscious, not your conscious mind. 
So one thing I do is I write my mantra 25 times every day. Every day I'm writing it. And that is getting my mindset before I start my day in alignment with my future self. So I do that as a practice. Um, I do a meditation, so money meditation. And it's really just like seeing money come to me like with ease and with flow and just connecting to money energetically. So I do that. And then one of the other things I do is I just write um, my top, it's supposed to be top 10, but I only have top eight right now. My top eight or 10 for you, whoever has 10, uh, goals. So if you kind of think of your life five to 10 years out, what are those big things that you want to achieve? And what that does is it keeps your mind focused on them. So that as you're going throughout the day to day, you're thinking, oh, well, my million dollar self in 10 years from now would do this would make that decision. And so you start acting out of that future version like in your day to day. So yeah, that's what what I would say. Like just start with like, you know, I should say this too. When I say like mantras and affirmations, sometimes people are like, well, how do I create them? Just think about what's your biggest block? Like what's your biggest money block? And you want to create a mantra affirmation that goes against that block. So if it's, it's hard to make money or I can't get clients, then create one that says, you know, money flows to me with ease or clients flow to me with ease and just use that to help release that block. I love this. I love this. Thank you so much for sharing your practice. You're so welcome. So incredible. What do you do in your personal, can I ask you, what do you do in your personal money practice of showing up besides um, the mantras, affirmations? Is there anything else that you do in terms of showing up for that work? Maybe it's in your business. Mm. Yeah. So I'm really, what was coming to me just now was like my energy. And I'm really big on making sure my energy is also in alignment when I'm showing up for my clients, especially in my business, um, and making sure that my energy is fully like in flow for them. So that's another thing that I do. Another thing in terms of like the the practice of the mind and, and really just showing up fully is like connecting. I try to connect to my future self as much as possible. And so that can look like what I call sampling your dreams. So let's say you really want to have this fancy car, whatever it is, go test drive the car, but create what I call like this energetic, like muscle memory. So when you're driving that, test driving that car, you're feeling yourself in it. You feel the energy, you feel the vibration, you feel the steering wheel under your hands. Then when you go back and you're, you know, kicking it in your, you know, Mazda 3, whatever you got, (laughs) you take that same energetic blueprint and you bring that into your current reality. So the more I try to do that a lot, the more I can bring my future financial self into my current reality, that is very, very key for me so that I am, I'm showing up out of my future self because what happens sometimes for me personally is I will go back to the old version of me and I caught myself the other day I was like whoa like I'm I'm seeing myself as me six months ago I'm not seeing the growth that I've created in the last six months and I'm thinking and looking at myself as old Vanessa and I think it's also that like catching yourself to see your growth because we don't celebrate our growth enough um, but really making sure like you're seeing yourself as your future self. This is mind blowing. And I feel like you can apply this to every single aspect of your life. It doesn't necessarily, it can be money, but it could be health. 
It could be spirituality. It could be anything. It literally could be applied to anything that you want to do in your life. And as you're talking, like I have, uh, and I'll share this on the podcast, I have a dream of creating a studio for myself. And as you were talking, I was like, you know what, what it, would it feel like to go look at the studios and be in the studio? What would that look like? And what would that feel like? So, you know, you might be listening to this podcast and, you know, maybe it's not a car, but maybe it's a house or maybe it's, uh, I don't know, a gym or, you know, you want to have a book deal. Like, what would it look like to contact an agent? Like all these different, all these different scenarios. I love that you brought this up. And I feel like there's so much possibility when it comes to the people that are listening to this podcast. Yeah, I totally agree. I legit just got chills when you said that, like legit. But you're so right. It's like, why not? If this is my dream, let me bring it into my reality right now. Like, look, absolutely. Visit the studio. Design it in your head. Like, if someone wants to buy that house, go visit houses for sale. It's so true. It's bringing that. Because then what happens, too, is you become closer in vibration to that desire. And you're no longer living out of that scarcity mindset or that poverty mindset. You're living out of that abundant mindset. And so you'll start seeing different opportunities, or it could be an opportunity that has been in front of you, but now you see it in a different light and you take it or accept it differently because you're now vibrating closer to where you want to go. That's incredible. That's incredible. I'm going to ask you, and this is my favorite question. What do you do when you don't want to show up? And you, you said that, and you just like brought us in a little bit to seeing our former selves and, and, and not acknowledging the growth because we all have this, right? We all have this growth, but are there other ways and are there times when you don't want to show up in terms of your mindset work or in terms of your practices, or maybe even terms of, you know, aligning your energy for your clients? Like, how do you do that? Yeah, there are definitely times I don't want to show up. 100%. (laughs) Let's be real. Yes. So for me, it's figuring out what, why that is. Sometimes I just need the break. Like sometimes I've just been going really hard and I need the break. So I like to try, there's two things I try to do is have what I call me days. And they're not what you think. It's not like go to the spa or soak in a bubble bath. It's not that. Yes, it's great, and that will energize you, but what this is for me, it's literally asking my intuition, what's the most fun thing I can do right now? And if that's cleaning your closet, which sometimes that is what comes up for me, clean the closet. It's it's not doing the things that you think are going to get you back into alignment. It's doing the things that your intuition tells you are going to get you back into alignment. And so that's what I do in a me day. It's what's the most fun thing I can do right now. So let's say it's a go for a walk. Once I'm bored of the walk, okay, done. What's now the most fun thing I can do right now? And it's just spending the day. If you could have it, if you can spend the day, if not take two hours, but it's just spending that time asking your intuition. What's the most fun thing I can do right now? Do it. Okay. What's the next most fun thing I can do right now? And it is crazy. Like you'll have your intuition tell you the wildest things, but it's crazy how much you then, after you're done, feel so filled up, feel so in alignment, have the clarity that you didn't think you had. 
So yes. <laughs> amazing. This is totally amazing. I love this idea. If And I'm also thinking that if people are unsure of like how to ask that mm -hmm. intuition, what could they do? Because this may be, you know, a different process for yes. different people. What would that look like? Very true. If, if you're finding a hard time tapping into your intuition, I always say, like, you know where that gut feeling is, like that sometimes it's in your gut, sometimes it's in people's heart. And so when you're asking that question, what's the most fun thing I can do? Connect to the response that's in your gut or your heart, not the response that's in your head. Cause that's your ego. Your ego is going to tell you, you know, sit and do nothing or whatever it is, but you want to connect to that feeling. So if you're having a hard time hearing your intuition clearly connect to the feeling in your body. And if it's like, Oh, your heart, you feel it in your heart and your heart's telling you to go get a coffee, follow that voice. Don't follow the voice in your head. That's telling you to go clean the closet, for instance. I love that. I love that. I'm going to ask you a question about money. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you, how do you define money? Ooh. How does this, you know, because we're, you know, I'm in the U.S. You're in Canada. It's dollars. Yeah. So, like, are we thinking of actual dollars or how are you defining this? So it's so funny. It's a great question. I don't see money as dollars. I almost see it as this being. And so I see money as this, like, it exists with me. It's this co-creator in my life. I kind of literally call it my like partner in crime. And so I love that. <laughs> when I see money, it's like, okay, this is what we're going to do money. Like you go figure out how to bring in the money. I'll go figure out like what to do. And I just see money and I like, being in life together. And I really truly believe that money is not here to fight with you. It's not here to run away from you. It is truly here to co-create with you. And it's here to come to you to fulfill your dreams. Because I believe the dreams that are, are in your heart, if you truly feel them in your heart, they're from above. They're from God. They're from the universe. They're from source. And so if those are the dreams that God has placed in your heart, He's also going to give you the money to fulfill those dreams. And so that's why I feel like money is this co-creator with me because it's like, okay, God gave us a job to do money. Let's go do it. And so I see it as this being not as like physical paper. That is awesome. <laughs> I really love this definition. Is there anything else that you want to share with us before we wrap up this podcast? I feel like you maybe have one more gem for us. Um, I mean, I could talk forever, <laughs> especially to you. This just feels so aligning. I think I would just say, you know, when it comes to money, don't let your past define you. Don't let the past financial mistakes, if you're in a lot of debt, if you haven't saved, don't let that define you. Because I, I find that's, a trend I see with my clients is they've allowed the past financial situations or current financial situations to define them. And when you allow that to happen, you block your abundance. And so I think my biggest message is the connect to that, that next level version of you and keep moving forward. Like don't stop because you're in debt. Don't stop because you haven't saved. Know that where you're at right now is temporary 
and you can change your financial life. Everyone can change their financial life. Like there's no you know, impossibility around that. This is beautiful because we're not defined by our circumstances, yeah. essentially. Like the circumstances that are right now don't have to limit what we can do, what we can create. And to bring it back to your point, you could go test drive the car, you could go visit the house, you could go, you know, do X, Y, and Z and change your vibration almost instantly. Exactly. You totally, totally can. (laughs) This is so beautiful. I could talk to you for hours. I'm so, so grateful that you came on this podcast and I would love to know how we can work with you, how we can support you. Where can we find you? Yeah. So definitely I'll say for the newsletter, (laughs) definitely if you want more of the gems, because I feel like we just scratched the surface. So anyone's looking more to go deeper with their mindset or shift their money, definitely join our MW community. That's where you have access to our biweekly newsletters. And we issue out the monthly money mindfulness calendar. So that's the calendar that has the daily tips to elevate your mindset, shift your financial life. So definitely join our community on our website, mitworthy.co. Outside of that, like I do have two different coaching programs. I have group coaching. I have one-on-one. All of that's on the website, of course. And then for, I'll say, the day-to-day connections, of course, I'm on Instagram. And it's at mitworthyco. Oh, my gosh. I am so grateful, Vanessa. Thank you so, so much. I am so excited for people to connect with you and learn more from you. Thank you so much. This was, for me, so, so aligning. Like, you don't know, when you reached out, I was like, yes! <laughs> so I'm so <laughs> glad, like, oh, I'm so glad this happened, and I truly appreciate you asking me to come on. Thank you so much. And everybody listening, go find Vanessa. You are going to love opening up her newsletter. It's one of the newsletters that I open and read every single time. If you are on iTunes, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. If you are on Instagram, please tag us both. Our handles are going to be in the show notes and all of the information. Just click on the show notes. It's going to be right there. Thank you so much for listening. I'm sending you all love. Bye.